Welcome back to our New Life Men's Podcast. Today I'm going to play part two of a conversation I recently recorded with Garvin McCarroll. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to part one, I encourage you to go back and and start there. But in today's conversation, we cover a variety of topics uh, related to the overall theme of navigating seasons of transition well. We talk more about Garvin's recent transition into retirement. We talk about the importance of leaning in and listening to the voice of the Spirit and being a man who pursues wisdom. And so enjoy part two of the conversation with Garvin So Garvin, you're, you've just been in a season of transition. You were on staff for, how many years were you on staff here at New Life? Ten? Ten years. Ten years. Mm-hmm. And then transition into retirement. Although uh, you're just chasing a new adventure, uh, but yes. what what has this recent transition been like for you? You know, Gabe, it uh, thirty years in Amarillo, Texas, at a church, and then ten here. And you know, everybody, every man, when you get older, you have to face that. When what is retirement? You have to define retirement, what it is, what it's not. Some boundaries for retirement is that you need to have enough income that you can retire. A lot of people want to retire, but they didn't plan. And so any, anybody that's listening to this, if you're in your 30s or 40s, plan now. You know, get a financial planner and begin to think about that because, you know, 50s and 60s hit you at a rapid age. And a lot of guys, and especially, I'll address this, the guys that were in the ministry, they never planned. And they say, well, I'll just trust God. You need to do that. That is the ultimate. I don't want to make a lot of that. But he gives you a brain. You know, what does it say in Proverbs? It says this, that, you know, man makes his plan, God directs his steps. And God gives us a, a brain, I feel like, that to plan. And no plan, plan to fail. I was in sales way before ministry, Gabe. And what I was taught, and it, 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 there's a truth in that, plan your work, work your plan, or plan to fail. And I think that's one of the most important things is, is planning and have vision. You know, where do you want to be in three to five years or like that? And a lot of people never plan. They never make plans for that. So I was... Uh, thinking about retirement one time and what does that look like? Well, what really got me thinking about retirement was my sabbatical. I've never had a sabbatical in 40, at that time, 36 years of ministry. And so I had a sabbatical. I got two months off and it was a game changer. And I think that the the purpose of a sabbatical is to go back and assess your life, look at where you're going, you know, get with your wife, talk through things. And that's what I did. And I realized at that time, I asked my wife, what were her dreams, what were her goals? And that's that's huge. So guys, ask your wife. Yeah, that's great. It is what their dreams and vision are. And so Kim and I, my wife, we, we talked through that. And we love Colorado. We've got dual citizenship. We can go back to Texas anytime. Okay? But we love Colorado, the beauty of it. And where do we want to retire? And what does that look like? And for us, it would be a new season of life. And I still minister, uh, you know, in a lot of different ways because God wants you to be productive. You never stop doing that. But, you know, to prepare for that, when do you want to retire? Some people want to go up to their 70, more power to you. You know, some people want to go up to 65, but one of the main ingredients in that is that, you know, have you planned financially that you can retire? And so I think it's so important to have a plan for that, even now. Put a little bit back, save, and God will bless that. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to retire at 65, well, what's your plan to do that? If you want to retire at 55, well, what's your plan to do that? And so I think planning is so important in that way. And uh, some people want to go till they're 80 years old, and, and it's great. You know, I think God makes us, he's wired us to where we have to be productive. And in kingdom work, it's not, it's like, it's different. It's a different season for me now. I'm still doing weddings and funerals, but it's like this. 
You just look for divine opportunities for God to open up to ministry. And, and they're all, they're just countless. Yeah. They're, they're countless in that. So, yeah. How did you know it was time? What was that process like for you as you were trying to discern timing? Well, gave us a lot like on the previous podcast that we did. My heart began to change. I've, always, I've loved the Lord, but some of the things that I was doing, my, my, it just wasn't a passionate desire in that. And I was tired. And so after 40 years of that, uh, I've never had more than two weeks off in my life. And it's like, you know, uh, something's changing in me, and I want there's some things I want to do. I ride a motorcycle, and my wife enjoys that. There's a lot of the United States I want to see why I can't. And so we pinpoint, there's, give you, there are 50 some odd national parks in the United States. Well, we've seen 20 of them so far. And I want to see as many as I can. Mm-hmm. There's some of them I don't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> They're flat and ugly, and I don't want to go there. But uh, that's just one of the things that we, that we wanted to do together. And while I'm still healthy, you know, a lot of people, they work till the 70 and they've got a lot of money, but their health is waning, you know, failing. And so for us, we're in good health. God bless us to where we, we financially, we could. We did some investments. We did some things like that. And so God blesses a plan. I just believe that. And so if you're out there and you're, you're planning, when can I retire? Like, well, that's up to you. It's what you put back and, and how much you save and stuff like that. And some people, it takes them until they're 65, others 70. But if you can, you know, have, just have a plan. That's my encouragement to everybody. Plan it out. Think it through. Get with your wife. Talk about that. And see when you can. Yeah. I know I've heard you talk, uh, Garvin, about how oftentimes as we walk with God as sons, that he gives us the choice. He gives us wisdom. So it's not necessarily an issue of right or wrong. It's wisdom. And so did you experience that? Did, was there part of your transition? Was it God saying, well, Garvin, what do you want to do? He did get, you know, yeah, that's where I think everybody's relationship with the Lord is like, he, we're all unique in his sight. I'm his son, you're his son. He, he may relate to me a little different than he does you. And not and according to scripture, God will always relate according to scripture. But it's according to how you press into him. You know, a lot of men, I think they're are at the slave level. I'm just going to obey God, do what he says, and things like that. And that's great. I think that's a level that you start at. But then as you press in with the Lord, he begins to, you begin to talk to him and back and forth. He'll talk to you differently. Then he began to talk to me like a son. And sons talk to their dads in different ways. And so that was a seed in my life where he talked to me like a son. You know, how to do things and how to parent, how to love Kim. And I'm in the season now, Dave. He's talking to me as a father. You know, and that, that's, that's, that's an incredible thing when he begins to talk to you that way. But here's the thing about the Lord. You can be as close to him as you want. Hmm. And for some out there, a lot, he just doesn't speak to me. You press in the word, you press in him, he'll talk to you yeah. in the word through something in that way. And But you press in. You know, a lot of people, I just want, you know, I don't hear God. You, everybody can hear God if they press in mm-hmm. and begin to seek him. And I've never heard the audible voice of God gave in my life. I haven't. But I've heard him speak in your spirits right here in your chest. You know, and when he speaks to you, it's like this. You know that. It's like a compass in your heart. It'll always point north. He'll never speak to you different than what the Word says. And I, I know there's prophetic words. Or there's things that God gives you encouragement on that. But he, He's true to His Word. He speaks according to His Word. Well, I've never heard the voice of God. Well, read it. There's the written voice of yeah. God right there. Yeah. That's how He'll talk to you. Yeah, and the more time we're in the Scriptures, we're, we're tuning our ears to discern truth. And the voice of the Spirit is always truth. So I like what you said, to lean into the Scriptures. As we lean into the Scriptures, we're training ourselves how to hear His voice. You know, Gabe, I think the the Word of God is time-dated. You know, that sometimes I've read scriptures 50 times, 
and I've never seen that. And then one time I'll read through it, and I'll, it's like, I never saw that. Well, the word is alive, it's sharper, it, it, it's, it's alive. And so I think God knows when you're going to receive his word and when you're not. And he's, he, he never wastes anything. Any, he's a good steward of what he has. So he knows when we're going to see that scripture and do something with it and apply it to our life. And he knows when we're not. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when, when we press in like that. He knows that we're willing to receive what he has. He'll, he'll open up to us like, wow, I didn't. That's a bingo time. Yeah. I never saw that coming. Yeah. Let's talk about wisdom. I said in the first podcast that I think that's a word that really defines yeah. you in a lot of ways. You're a man of wisdom. And uh, so what, what has that process looked like? How have you pursued wisdom over the course of your life? You know, Gabe, I think one of the things that wisdom comes from uh, people, it comes from the Word. I think back in my life, and here's why I've always tried to think, is that you know, there's nothing new under the sun. And so if there's nothing new, that means somebody has went through what I'm going through or faced what I, because there's nothing new under the sun that can be new to man. And so I sought out people, Gabe, that have been through, it's something I like in ministry. If I was going through something that uh, that was trying or whatever, I try to find who has went through that that I can go talk to, or who is doing this that uh, has paved a way that I can learn from. And I'd call them up, make an appointment, and drive out there and talk to them. And again, we, we talk, if you self-develop, you self-destruct. Just remember that. Somebody has went through what you're going through. We'll find out who that is and go talk to them. Because now you can learn from them what they did. And that's wisdom is they went through it. They made it through. And now it's like I can apply that to my life. And I think over the years I've, I've met with people and believers, somebody that believes in the Lord has a foundation in that, that I'd call them up and say, hey, can I just pick your brain if you will? And rarely have I ever been turned down because it's like, I know the stage of life that I'm in now, Gabe, somebody calls me and says, hey, can I ask you a question? It's like, what an honor to give back what I've learned. And I think that's, that's wisdom starts with that. You read scripture, but then you find someone that's walked down that path. Yes, somebody's walked down that path and can help you go through that, but you just need to have humble yourself and go out there and talk to them. Mm -hmm. And a lot of guys uh, have pride. They, well, I've God, but I'm going to do it myself. Well, you can, you know, butt your head up against that wall. And <laughs> find out somebody that's done that, what they did. Yeah. And you don't have to go through all that. Yeah, you've been a student of life for so long, and now you're the teacher. You're the one that people yeah. come to. You know, Gabe, one of the things that when someone walks in in my office, I could always, I made this statement, you know, the, the footprints are the same. I've seen these footprints, but the shoes are different. And so it's like, there's nothing new in the sun. Most people come in. It's like they think, and the devil sometimes makes them think, you're the only one to go through this. You're the only one that's been this bad. You're the only one that's failed uh, this horribly. And it's like you're not. You know, it's like somebody, somebody's failed this the same way. Mm -hmm. And wisdom is I'm going to humble myself and go talk to somebody that's been through this. And I can learn a lot. If your marriage is going through a tough time, well, get some couple that, that's been around for a long time. Find out what they did. You know, God's Word is so big, there's not one way that's going to work for everybody because the boundaries of scripture are it's pretty wide and he, it, it'll it will help you and it's not one way that works for everybody but uh, scripture does work mm -hmm. yeah it does but how you apply it you know gave it a different thing it's like uh, you and i gave we take up a hammer well I, I hold that hammer different than you do but i get the job done mm -hmm. and that's what scripture does it's like here's what it does now you may handle a little bit different with your wife's personality your kids or something like that but it works yeah yeah if I were to summarize what I hear you saying, it's it's walk with God, 
lean into him, listen to his voice, lean into his word, and pursue wisdom. Yeah, lean not in your own understanding, but always acknowledge God. And I think what has helped me is my relation with the Holy Spirit. I talk to him all the time. And it's like his, who, wisdom formed the earth. He's, he, he forms these around all the time. And no, what, what, no matter what I'm doing, I always try to ask, well, Holy Spirit, what would you do? Yeah. You know, and he'll talk to you. He will. You'll get a sense of you. Don't say that. Be quiet. Mm, don't do that. <laughs> so that's the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, it's better I go away. Well, who is with us today on this earth? It's the Holy Spirit. And so many men, it's like, I just encourage you. If you don't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, just ask him. Ask him in your life. He empowers you to do the word. That's what Jesus promised. I will not leave you as orphans. I'll, I'll send someone that will help you. The Holy Spirit has just been, I can't live without the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and Pastor Brady has taught our church that simple, powerful prayer, come Holy come Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Just to, yeah. an exercise on a on a regular basis to invite His presence sure. into our day. Whatever we're doing, exactly. come Holy Spirit. Give me wisdom here. Let me hear your voice. Show me what you're doing in this unique situation. That's right. Well, thanks to Garvin McCarroll for being on the podcast over the last couple weeks. I think what he shared was really rich, so I'm really grateful for his time. And if you haven't already subscribed to the New Life Men's Podcast on iTunes, I want to encourage you to do that. We've got some great episodes coming up over the remainder of the summer. And if you want to see what's coming up regarding New Life Men's events and gatherings, you can see that at newlifechurch.org slash men.